You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. Coming to you live from 90s Supervillain Hut. Come on down and get your collection of specialized 90s supervillains at super discounted prices. That's right. We have Spatula Man. Bam! Automatopia guy. Don't forget Lawnmower Woman. All this and more over at Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Use the code RAMPOD for 20% off your next episode. That's right. Always remember to use the promo code. Not only does it give you a discount, but it also helps support the creators of whatever content you're using. 90s Supervillain Hut. That's right. Welcome to Interdimensional RSS. I'm Travis. And I am Brandon. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show where we talk all about Rick and Morty, especially when it is in current season form. Uh, we have especially, especially when the show's on and there's new content to talk especially about. Especially, so there's a few ways you can get a hold of us. I don't know if you know this, Travis. We've talked about it before briefly, but uh, you can get a hold of us over at Twitter still while it's still up. Looks like Elon. He's just he's he's reshaping that organization. He's doing great things with it. Uh, free speech is finally back. Now that uh, he's back, baby, is is back on board. Still had to, I still don't use my Twitter. Uh, <laughs> at Rick and Morty Pod, we're we're over there. Facebook, Facebook.com slash Rick and Morty Podcast. You know, look, he's doing a great job over there uh, at Facebook too. I don't want I don't want to shun him. Uh, Zuck, the Zuck. You know, Zuck and Musk. They go way back. They're they're college uh, buddies. Uh, yeah, Musk Zuck. Yep, yep. Speaking of Zuckmuck. That's what they call him. <laughs> their celebrity couple name. <laughs> Zuckmuck. Uh, Zusk. Zos. Zusk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mall Zusk. That's uh, when they combine with a like a snail. Um, uh, Instagram, Rick and Morty Podcast. Email Rick and Morty Podcast at gmail.com. Over at Reddit, you can find our subreddit, rickandmorty.reddit.com. We don't interact much there, but it is there. And we do post episodes every time one gets released. The official subreddit, Rick and Morty, uh, well, rickandmorty.reddit.com. Website, rickandmortypod.com. You can go there uh, for all our episodes. If you don't subscribe to this, uh, that's that's fun. Sometimes we post articles, but never really. And we are, of course, streaming live, twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm. And we are host show over on youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm for if you are watching, you're listening to this over uh, on uh, Spotify or whatever. And you're like, I want to see what they look like, but I don't want to go to Twitch for it. Go to YouTube. The episode will be there. It'll be there. Travis, I know it will be like nine times out of 10. I post it. <laughs> yeah. Unless there's an interview with Sarah Chalk and Chris Barnett. And they explicitly say, no video. No. No cameras. Don't do it. And finally, if you want to support this show, there is a few ways you can do that. One, send us a review over on whichever app has reviews and just say, hey, I support you. Just go to Amazon, leave a review on a random product, but hey, talk about this podcast. Hey, comma, I support you. Sincerely, Rick and Morty podcast fan. You can also go to Patreon if you want to support us monetarily. Patreon.com slash enthusiasm. Uh, appreciate all the patrons that are currently there uh, and all those patrons who have left and who will soon be supporting us monetarily. Anyways, okay, that's it. That's it for that's it for so those. You did a great cleaning. job. Good job, Brandon. Round of applause. Yeah. I never do it. Yeah. I 
every time every time we start a new episode, I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop in there. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the social media, unless I'm busy and I get distracted by something else. And this time I didn't get distracted by anything else. Like this I was focused, super focused, just locked in. Perfect, perfect execution. Um, well, I mean, we do have we do have quite an episode to discuss. Um, I don't know any any random things you want to talk about before, before or did you just read the Twitch chat from from I just, <laughs> when I was talking? I just yeah, I just got caught up on all the Twitch okay. chat. <laughs> good, good. Well, in that case, uh, let's start with our very first segment, which is and forever will be semi pertinent news. It's a semi-pertinent news time for Brandon and Travis here on Intermersal RSS. The first right. bit of semi-pertinent news, Travis, is brought to us by you. What is this? Yeah, uh, every week we when we have a new episode, I go out and Google Rick and Morty news. And most weeks, there's not much to report. Uh, but in a little bit of merchandise collaboration news, mm. uh, we have a new team up between Rick and Morty and the good folks at Igloo Coolers. Uh, that's right. You can get now uh, branded Rick and Morty Igloo Cooler stuff. Uh, you can you can get the classic uh, Playmate uh, seven quart cooler. This is like the the one the one with a button on the side and the top kind of like rolls over. Uh, it holds six cans of your favorite beverage. Uh, but this cooler is dressed up to look like a Meeseeks box. <laughs> so there's like Meeseeks boxes on the side and there's a Meeseeks on the top. Uh, they printed they printed some stickers is what they did. Uh, <laughs> and then they and then they put them on a cooler. Um, that's that's an OK product. That's pretty cool. They also sell a riggedy wrecked Coolmate. This is a twenty four dollar um, uh, like can koozie. Uh, for for your cans, which uh, I I don't know, I've never never used igloos, uh, you know, can koozies, but I mean, it seems cool. Uh, the the last item that I find interesting is the Rick and Morty pickle Rick sling. Yes, what All is right? what is that? Tell me tell me about that because I I saw that and I was like, is this for posters? What is it? What is it exactly? This this is a this is a, a cooler on the go, right? I've got some pictures up for our video friends. Uh, so it looks like a pickle Rick, right? It's, I mean, we guys, you know what pickle Rick looks like. Uh, it has an adjustable strap, but it is an insulated compartment that holds six, uh, cans, right? Hmm. So you unzip it and then you stack the cans inside of it and then you can zip it back up and then just sling it over your shoulder and you got a little, you got a little pickle Rick sling that oh. you can take with you and, and keep your beverages nice and cool uh yeah that's that's the news folks that'll be that'll is be uh is rick get your get your rick and morty <laughs> merch uh igloo if you'd like to uh reach out to us and send us any of these products to test live on the program uh happy to do so i might just, uh, yeah i, I might Link just reach notes. out to to, to igloo and, and and be like hey we are the preeminent rick and morty podcast uh we don't have as many listeners as, as some of the other ones out there but we are the preeminent ones but the Unofficial. Rick and Morty uh, please send us a uh, product just so we can test it out. I'm going to go to the Hollywood Bowl and I might go to SoFi Stadium to watch the Chargers and Dolphins 
play. So if I can sneak in some, is they're like, hey, what's is that a is that a koozie sling? You're like, no, it's, it's just, just a giant pickle. It's just I like carrying this pickle around just to get some bruises. It's, it's an umbrella. <laughs> they're like, sir, we ran it through the metal detector. That is not an umbrella, sir. We're not letting you in just for saying emphasizing the um in umbrella. <laughs> it's an umbrella. Uh, interesting a- fact. Uh, the they have really sophisticated metal detectors at Disney World, and you just walk through them, and then it like can tell where metal is on your body and stuff. And so if you walk through and there's like nothing on you, they just let you keep walking. Uh, but they tell you if you have an umbrella to hold it out in front of you as you walk through. So you're like, so if any on a rainy day, people are just walking, marching through this thing with like, <laughs> like an umbrella held out right in front of them. I don't know. I thought that was really interesting. Maybe anyway, it's like, maybe, uh, maybe yeah, it's get like Mary Poppins stuff. thing. You know, they, they're they sticking with that Mary Poppins theme and they're like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. You love, you love Mary Poppins. Um, your favorite, probably your, your favorite show. I'm no, waiting. Uh, you're looking for something, uh, and I'm trying to I, buy time. But buy really, time. it's so uninteresting. I think to it's watch on my you. desk at work. So. Uh, uh, you mentioned the Chargers. Uh, let's see, Zach Mo in the in the in the chat uh, was disgruntled because he thought you might be a Chargers fan. But no, you're not a Chargers fan. You're a Dolphins <laughs> fan. I'm a Chargers fan. <laughs> Dolphins, woo! Yeah. Head of the division, yeah. second place. Uh, until we play the Chargers, maybe. It's time for an interdimensional RSS semi-pertinent sports break. Brought to you by Igloo Coolers. <laughs> uh, our teams won, other teams lost. That's been the sports break. Sports, sports, sports. Okay, let's let's move let's move on. You brought up an interesting point with the Igloo Cooler thing. We yearly we do an an annual gift guide. Well, I guess that. It's redundant for me to say yearly we do an it annual is. one. That's fine. Nobody that, noticed it. Nobody noticed it. I'm glad I, I'm glad I, I caught myself before I pointed it out to anybody. Anyway, we do an annual yearly gift guide uh, for Rick and Morty gifts. And we haven't done one this year. And we need no, to do we one. Haven't. We need to do one soon. But there's and two it's more. Cyber Monday. The gifts are out there for getting. Um, go, go capitalism. Spend that money. If we're gonna do, uh, if we're gonna do that, yeah. we have to do it soon because gotta do it soon. Yeah. Um. Maybe we'll put a few brain cells against it and make that semi perts for next week. Okay. Because we're still gonna have an episode. Okay. But not a lot of news is rolling out. Deal. Uh, so maybe maybe we'll do a condensed gift guide for those last minute shoppers. Deal. Deal. You you sold me on this Cyber Monday. Okay. Moving on. Reddit post of the week. Last week we we we're all all in a tizzy, all super excited about how successful my post was over on Reddit. This week, I'm not going to do that again. Even though my posts are very, very successful, everybody says they're the best posts. I'm going to go ahead and and give it credit to to somebody else this week. This week is MRF 1982. Great year to to be alive, if you know what I'm saying. It's all right. It's a year early, if you ask me. <laughs> uh, they have a post entitled birdperson.lol, and it is a picture. L-M-A-O, not lol. Oh, sorry. Well, you know, I say lol, you say tomato. It just, it is what it is. I do say that. It is a picture of Hawkman from the DC film Black Adam, 
and uh, there's a uh, subtitle under there. I like how they made the CGI on bird person's wings. Very neat and stylish. Uh, anyways, 7,000 upvotes, 317,000 total views, and 97% upvote. Congratulations, MRF1982. I gotta say, my, my favorite type of Reddit post is the screenshot of a of a Facebook post because <laughs> it, it really it really brings everything full circle it really uh, almost as good as seeing uh, a TikTok on Instagram reels it's it's really the highest form of art the the one the one post of Reddit that I that I'm I'm probably taking a stance on here and now you can you can quote me on this is I will you are being recorded <laughs> If if there is a post on the Rick and Morty subreddit and it is a it's just it's just taking the video that was posted somewhere else and you're posting it in the subreddit and then you're farming that that sweet sweet karma, I'm not I'm not giving you credit here on this show. No, no and, upvotes from Barnyard. And we ha- and we have at least five listeners on this show, so that will that will that will affect your bottom line, your your bottom karma line. That's right. That's right. Happy cake day. All right, moving on. Uh, there we have some sad news, really. Uh, yeah. The end of an era, if you will. Uh, normally, this is when I would uh, half ass sing uh, a little ditty for the Dan Harmon Social Media Minute, uh, formerly known as Dan Harmon's Tweet of the Week. Uh, but right. it seems that Dan is now three, almost four weeks without, uh, without an update on his Instagram. Uh, I'm not seeing anything in the stories, no posts to be had. Uh, so for now, and, and until such a time as he decides to become uh, active on social media again, uh, we don't have a social media minute anymore. So uh, I, I toss it over to you, Unity. If you have an idea for something that you would like to see featured uh, here in this in this block, great. If you'd like us to shut up and get right into... Uh, the main thing. That's too bad. That that's we're, fine too. We're gonna fill uh, we, we can do that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so no no social media minute. Um, love to hear your ideas if you have anything. Uh, tweet at us or send us it on Instagram at Rick and Morty Pod. Uh, but that is gonna do it for semi pertinent news. If you see a semi pertinent story that you think we should cover, feel free to send it our way. Um, and without any further ado, because Brandon's got his finger on the button. Uh, let's get right into the main thing. That's right. It's the main thing. Uh, by the way, GarageBand does all of that stuff. <laughs> Automatically, uh, and I just I just put in the, the it's notes. A one, it's a wonder it took you so long to, to get those <laughs> put together. It's, it's a it's a it's a wonder. Was that was that your World Cup inspired uh, main thing? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I looked for the Vuvuzela, but uh, about <laughs> uh, eight years too late. Um. Anyway, yeah. anyway, the here we are at the main fourth thing. break World Cup updates. <laughs> no. U.S. versus Iran tomorrow. Uh, we are talking so far away. <laughs> we are talking about the latest episode, season eight or season six, episode eight, Analyze Piss. Originally aired 11 27, 2022. Uh, that's November 27th. 
written by James Siciliano, somebody that we're probably best friends with at this this point in time. Practically besties. He yeah. liked he liked my Roy mask in the background. Uh, written by or sorry, directed by Phil Mark Sagadraka. Uh, uh, I'm uh, apologies, man, if I if I mess up your name. I should have asked you ahead of time. Um, but anyways, follow him on Twitter at Phil Mark. Uh, but anyways, directed by him. Guest stars Will Forte, another SNL alum. Yes. Our synopsis for this episode. Haters gonna hate, bruh. But the real synopsis is as such. Travis, go ahead, take it away. Ah, uh, what did you write? Let's see. Funny and random characters start popping up more and more. And Rick is exhausted from having to deal with them. There you go. Our synopsis. Uh, yeah. Uh, so very interesting episode uh, aired last night. Obviously, the the title, Analyze Piss, a 1999 movie reference to Analyze This, starring Robert De Niro and Billy Crystal uh, as a therapist for an insecure mob boss. Mm. Uh, yeah. Have you ever seen Mind that movie? Mind you, have I seen that movie? I don't think I have seen that movie. But you know what it's about. Yeah, no, I saw the trailer in 1999. <laughs> yeah, and and they came out with a sequel. Uh, analyze that, I think, is was the sequel's name. <laughs> yeah, that was that was back when they were just churning out De Niro sequels. Like every every six months, they're like, "Let's do another Meet the Fockers." That's right. Like, Let's yeah, uh, and, like De Niro's literally just printing money. Like, <laughs> studio. You know, a sequel yeah. to this episode would either be analyze crap or analyze shat, right? Look. Yeah, we'd have to figure out what standards and practices would let them get away with. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, go ahead and take my idea, uh, all the people who work on the show. Yeah, go ahead, this. Siciliano. We know you listen. <laughs> Just take all the good ideas. Uh, mind you, another another fun fact in our in our mid-season trailer review, uh, we predicted that clips from this episode would probably be from the Analyze Piss uh, episode. And sure enough, uh, the the return of, of Dr. Wong, uh, everyone's favorite therapist, voiced by uh, uh, Susan Sarandon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. yeah, yeah, you got it. Uh, got it. I, I can't believe I nailed a celebrity's name on the first try. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. So, so yeah, some 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 therapy involved. Uh, what what were your initial thoughts on, on the episode when you watched it, Brandon? I, I'm I'm really I'm still in shock that we got at least one scene from one episode title correct. Um, okay, yeah. Let's. I mean, let, let's let's talk about it. I liked. I guess I guess I'm going to come at this in a in two different ways upon first watch and then upon rewatch uh, because Ooh, okay because I, I feel like those are, are different experiences uh, sure. for, for me anyway uh, your your mileage may vary how different it was but so the first the first watch <laughs> uh, like cracking up about um, you know Jerry defending the honor of summer. And beating the piss out of piss man, uh, and piss master, sorry, and sorry, every uh, those related to, to piss master, uh, <laughs> mess up Phil Mark's name, anyway, it's whatever. Uh, and 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 Jerry getting that that big W, I remember like sending you a message, like, ah, good, and the season of Jerry continues, right? Yeah, um, and then and then getting through that, there's lots of funny, funny stuff, very 
um and I don't, I don't want to say sad but but it get it gets serious it takes it takes a a a, a somber turn and then it leads us into into the end of the episode which is like this kind of redemption kind of uh story for for Rick in, in a certain way because he's going back to therapy which you know, seeing Dr. Wong is is great seeing Rick accept therapy and and come so far from the pickle Rick episode where we first yeah. meet that character uh was was so cool to see um it just just like I'm an advocate for therapy even though I don't I don't do it all the time <laughs> yeah yeah well and and you talk about redemption and you talk about sort of characters turning over a new leaf or or um it was really interesting to sort of see Rick's arc through this episode and how far he's come from early seasons of Rick and Morty um I don't know we we have really introspective episodes in previous seasons where Rick is trying to find himself, figure out where he fits within the Smith family, where he fits in the universe. And this was really interesting because while I don't necessarily think of Rick and Morty as a villain of the week type show, there's definitely plenty of characters in the history of the show that are random and come out of nowhere that have really kooky names or, or, or characteristics. Nimbus really kind of being one of them yeah. uh, and a fan favorite. And so to take some more or less throwaway versions of that and show what would happen if Rick didn't do what he does naturally, which is just to engage in the conflict or express his superiority to punch down but to just ignore them and and let somebody else deal with it, I think was a really interesting take on it. And it gave Rick the space to explore another possibility or or actually invest in someone. And, and he turns out uh, kind of doing the right thing for once, uh, yeah. which is really interesting to see. Well, you, 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 you say that about the like the villain of the week type thing. Uh, Way back when we did like Blood Dome Battle League and when we had the idea for even the video games. And that was like our 15th episode of this podcast. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. And so like season three was was just about to start or it just started. Uh, even then, like there were there were enough characters that you can like have. These like these uh, uh, rivalries w- with Rick you have from um, you have the the simulation folks. You have slow Mobius even it was like like just showing up at the yeah. uh the, the party. Um uh, the the devil, the devil was there. You have like a bunch of characters even from season one going into season three. Um I, I had a whole list of them and I and I I dropped them. They all, they all just blanked out of nowhere. But there was a lot oh, of there's a lot he's of like definitely had a wide variety of uh people that he's fought against and even like when you go back to blood dome battle league it wasn't necessarily all people that were out to get rick because we included characters like me seeks and other things like that which uh, even mr poopy butthole you know like there's definitely some classic characters and characters that maybe would have been throwaways if they weren't um embraced by fans so much and then talked about and then uh ultimately brought back uh which so I, i i think like, I don't think anybody's going to be like, 
posting a ton on on the subreddit about cookie magneto right like he's <laughs> he he's he's not endearing enough for, to he was he was definitely a throwaway character but um you have the, you have, yeah. you have the vindicator still you have from the casino episode you have you know like rick took him out but he was he was still there there there's a there's a bunch of examples that sure of, of people that he killed <laughs> that, yeah. that gave him yeah, shit yeah. for like oh and he's, at a time. he's done it for six seasons now. <laughs> yeah 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 um, but, uh, I get, I forget kind of where, where, what your initial point was that <laughs> was, but, um, yeah, I, I think that him taking the story leading him to looking at like the, the behind the scenes of, of one of those characters that was against yeah. him, uh, yeah. al- allows us to be kind of like okay, you know, we, we kind of laugh at Rick and like him taking out these, these random ass characters. Uh, but then like going behind the scenes and like humanizing them a little bit and, and for him to humanize them a little bit more, I think gets us to the point where, yeah, like they, they want attention. They want, they want to, they want something to prove. And, um, you know, him being the smartest person in the universe, that's, that's something to prove, right? Take him out. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see if there's longevity past this episode, or if this is just a, a throwaway bit of, of character development for Rick. Like, if he, uh, continues on this path, or he just kind of goes back to being, you know, standard Rick. But he, his, his personality has definitely evolved over, over the course of the show. He still, he still has moments of, um you know, classic, just, you know, doing whatever he wants. But in, in terms of this, this wasn't just sort of like a redemption story for, for Rick. Uh, really, it started off with um, what, what, and you mentioned it a little bit before, what seemed like Jerry was really going to be the character that um, sort of gets his, his day in the sun. Uh, the, the first half of the show is really about Jerry standing up for himself, standing up for his family, um, being willing to fight his own battles, which almost didn't happen. And I think it's a really subtle clip. But uh, when he first goes out to fight Pissmaster, uh, Beth goes out there to try and help him. And and Morty like puts his hand up. He's like, no, like, let this happen. And I think it's really interesting. Like, it's very quick. But the fact that Beth could have come in and stepped in and been the one to... I don't handle the situation, but letting Jerry get his ass kicked for a little bit, but ultimately win that fight and stand up for his family gets him into this whole league of, you know, orbs or whatever. And, uh, and gives him the opportunity to be a hero, uh, even though he is still Jerry and doesn't always make the best decisions. Uh, but yeah, for, for a while, it seems like, all right, Jerry is, uh, Jerry's gonna, finally you know be the hero be the, be the star and uh he ultimately ends up screwing it up in in a way that only jerry can <laughs> yeah uh you know like his his downfall of being a flamingo dad it wasn't like it wasn't entirely his fault right like it it's it's because he found out that rick was was pissmaster and then his association with Rick 
Pissmaster 2. We'll say Pissmaster 2. His association with with Rick is when the 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 orb damn it, what is it called? Like the orbsman ship or something like that. The galactic orb ship. <laughs> the galactic galactic orb ship. Orb sh- ship. Oh, that's hard. Um like they came down like, "Whoa, I don't know what what's going on here, but uh you're done with this orb. You turned shit heel." And then and then changed it, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh you know like they're go out to Reddit, some of those discussions. Some people are like, I mean, Jerry wasn't entirely wrong uh, to want, like, to not trust this piss master who he thought sure. was Eugene Pissmaster, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eugene Piss. And, and so, like, he failed, but he failed in, in, a, in a non-Jerry way. Like, he failed in, like, a fairly human, he has regular insecurities he doesn't trust this person because this person uh made sexualized remarks to his his daughter and like why why would i why would i put these these thing you know my feelings about this to the side uh i think like the big brain guy said like uh this is your chance to you know see if you can put your petty pettiness aside you know as a as a father i don't know how much of that is pettiness uh, like no yeah. f that f that person I, I, I think there's an aspect of Jerry's personality that is very much um, he leads with his heart and not with his head, which is why he often makes mistakes or um, or doesn't think his way through situations very well and makes him look like a bumbling idiot. But for the most part, Jerry's a pretty passionate dude about things. He he loves holiday traditions, right? He yeah. loves the idea of his family being together in a um quote unquote normal way right um but it it's also that passion for defending his family and and defending their honor that that causes him to do these things and so instead of thinking things through at the point where they're offering an orb to pissmaster he's again passionate about that same level of right and wrong right and he's he he hasn't changed his his feelings about it so even even though he they're they're giving his head an opportunity to catch up and be like, all right, think this through. He's doing a good thing now. Um, he he's still tied to that uh, original, you know, emotion uh, from earlier in the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, OK, I, I saw I saw a comment from Nikki Chuck in, in the chat. I want to save that note uh, for for something later in the conversation. But remind me later, Travis. OK. Okay. Okay. So, talking about the everybody loving a redemption story, they talk about it in the in the orb ship. Um, yeah, everybody loves a, a redemption story. So, going to to Pissmaster, um, Pissmaster himself did not get a redemption story. Uh, it was no. an avatar situation, similar to what <laughs> Summer kind of mentioned uh, later at the end of the episode, but where Rick is redeeming Pissmaster. Um, when his daughter says, that's my fucking dad, uh, which is very reminiscent or an exact quote of what? Word, word for word, exactly what Summer says uh, when when Jerry is in his moment of triumph after defeating Pissmaster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, so that, that's, a, that's a tough one. That, that's a weird kind of conversation to have because it's not... Re- that person is dead. Um, so it's, it's, 
it taps into an, an underlying theme within this episode, which is the idea of how you're perceived by the public. Right. And, and a lot of the spin up early on with Jerry's rise to fame has being viral. They're talking about the Buzzfeed articles. They're talking about how many times the videos are being shared. They're talking about his social media following. Right. And that is sort of his rise to power. His rise to greatness is how he's perceived as Flamingo dad. And the parallel of that is as Rick starts to put on the piss suit, right? And, and do all of these noble acts in, in the name of Pissmaster, it in a way redeems the public opinion of Pissmaster and even within his family, right? Like they think highly and, and that's what's in the suicide note, right? Is he wanted to prove people wrong. They just wanted to see him fail and he wanted to show people that he couldn't fail, right? He never does that himself. But the public opinion of him is is redeemed because of Rick's actions. And so I I I at the end of the day, outside of the Smith household, nobody else really knows that it's not Pissmaster doing all these things. And um I don't know. I think that's an interesting critique on how we're perceived and how that um, opinion yeah. online uh, can affect your your legacy, I it, guess. And, and to to mirror that, when Piss, Pissmaster, the idea of Pissmaster, same thing with like the Dark Knight, right? The Dark yeah. Knight Rises, uh, which that plot being stolen directly from that uh, to be like, yeah, Batman is is now a, a symbol of of hope, and he sacrificed himself for the greater good. Um, same thing for for Pissmaster. Pissmaster, the real Piss Eugene Piss will never experience that, right? He'll never he'll never understand that or or know that he his name has been uh, redeemed in the eyes of his family and his daughter. Um, similarly, what Rick's kind of fall failure at the end of the episode is he too should have like he could have had that he could have had that if he had just been silent if he yeah. had kept his sacrifice which 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 is what summer pointed out if he had kept his sacrifice didn't say it to anybody and like no knew that he did the right thing and that was good uh, to, to him uh yeah but so this this kind of brings us to But he blew off that therapy session with Dr. Wong. He, so. <laughs> he, he he blew it off. What well, I mean that that brings me to this this kind of point of um there two kind of points. One is this concept of of true altruism um and then like virtuous virtue virtue signaling and moral grandstanding which are kind of related to each other but like like altruism the whole idea that like you're you're doing good for the world that is not is selfish in any way. Like you're doing it yeah. purely for others. Uh, like the concept of, of there being a true altruism, like there is always a selfishness, even like in every good act that we do because we we're doing good things because it makes us feel good about ourselves. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's, I think there's truth in that for sure. Yeah. And in and, and Rick, he does something good 
because it makes him feel good uh, in this, the latter but, half of the episode. But is that necessarily bad if you feel good about helping other people? <laughs> like, no, 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 but it, it's, it's not, it's not, but where, where, where it kind of comes into maybe like the negative part of, of what he does is he tries to put on that extra little bit, that bragging to, I don't know if it's bragging, you know, there's our, you can argue what you think it is, but when he tells Morty, like Morty, 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 I, I have to tell somebody about this. And he, and he tells Morty about all the stuff that, you know, about the suicide and, and all that stuff. Right. And in, in him bragging about it, it doesn't, it turns into like, look at me, look at, look at the good thing I did. I, I, I think that there's, I think you could be right there. And I also think there's a little bit of just like he, he chose to not tell Jerry about the suicide for Jerry's own good. Right. He wanted, if, if he had said at this, by the the side of the Mitsubishi space rocket or whatever it was called. (laughs) um, Oh yeah. I, I haven't been pissed master the whole time. I only took over after he killed himself because of you. Like he doesn't say that because of what he thinks it will do to Jerry. Right. And even in that, I think is an honorable act and, and something that he does more or less selfless, selflessly. Mm-hmm. But he's now carrying like multiple secrets, right? And the person he's closest with in the world is is Morty. And so I think he would share that with Morty as like a, all right, here's what's really going on. Like I didn't say these things, but Morty doesn't, buy into the secret right he's like no that's messed up now i have to carry this burden too i'm just gonna tell them uh and it ends up kind of making the wheels fall off everything else yeah and and i want to i want to i want to say this i don't think even in, in in my kind of interpretation of it that that is a a wholly negative thing right because because rick has his uh, when we're working on ourselves, when we're trying to improve ourselves and we're, we're becoming better people as, as we grow older and we are learning lessons and learning how much of a piece of shit we were when we were in teens and then the twenties and so on and so forth. Like there's, there's a, a little part of us that like, are we doing the right thing? That little, little bit of external validation. And so even, even in my interpretation of it, uh, like I don't think it's it's a purely negative thing for Rick to like want a little bit of of acknowledgement there and like th- to put it out there for some acknowledgement's sake. Uh, what I think is is where the the intersection of negativity ends up happening is by telling Morty saying like, "Hey, your dad, not not you didn't say it like this, but like your dad is the reason that that Pissmaster killed himself. He's dead. That's why I had to take over the thing." Uh, he blamed it specifically on your dad. In but, writing, here's the note. Yeah. Here, here, here's the note, and it was like the, the the concept of trauma dumping is 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 put out there of like like I I have trauma. I need to share it with somebody. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on somebody without regard to like is that good for that person that I'm putting that that extra trauma on. Yeah. And and like in the comments of Reddit, they're like why. 
he has a therapist. Like those, that's the person that you should be be having these conversations. He's still working with. on that relationship, though. It's exactly. not. It's not a hundred percent there. So he's, that is, but that is a really good point. He's, like that he's is working on himself, yeah. right? And that, that I mean, that's that's the whole thing is he's learning lessons. That is a lesson that he needs to learn. Is like, who do I talk to? Who do I who do I confide in? Who is my audience? Do I confide this with my grandson or? Do I call up Dr. Wong right. or wait till our next session? Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Okay. All right. Well, we, we talked about, we talked about some really, really happy things. Uh, so let's talk about some, <laughs> some, some, uh, un, unhappy things. So, uh, all, all this is like, we, we alluded to it. We talked about the note, all that, that type of stuff. So Eugene piss Rick goes, he goes to the bar uh, once he realizes, oh, I can just ignore all these people and they'll, yeah. they'll just go do their own thing. Um, and he's in the bar. He's like, I'm over it. Or what is it? I'm out. I'm out. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And uh, he hears he hears a bartender talking to some women at the bar and they're saying like, oh, God, what a piece of shit. <laughs> like, what kind of what other kind of you know, huge pieces of shit are out there? Like, blah, 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 which resonates with Rick. And so he decides to get get a six pack and go over to see uh, Mr. Piss himself, and and that's where we see all the suicide stuff, and um, yeah, like this was the first episode in my memory, I think that has I, ever. I had... believe it's the only episode that's that's had the warning, uh, the content warning, yeah, uh, which doesn't air when you download it uh, off of uh, <laughs> iTunes. It's. Uh, you are on your own when you purchase the episode. Yeah. 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 And, uh, so, so had, had a content warning at the, at the beginning. Uh, my, my first assumption was it was going to be kind of like autoerotic assimilation or, uh, like it would be directed on towards Rick cause we knew it was a therapy episode. And, uh, so I don't think I was, was fully tracking even when he like went to the door. Uh, that that was going to be a, a thing that, that happened. Yeah. Um. But so good. You're no, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, like, it. I I respect how uh how serious they they treated the material that they that they didn't treat it like a joke, and um that it led to. Uh, like the, this like serious moment in the the middle episode leading to, like. Rick actually having some kind of uh, growth as a character uh, in in his in his personality. Um, I appreciate I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I think it was done very well for a show like Rick and Morty to treat it so seriously, and um, it was I mean it was really a a touching sequence. I think throughout from the time he's trying to bring him back and heal him like as easily as he was able to heal Jerry's wounds uh, at the beginning of the episode. Um, and when that's not successful, uh, there's a moment where he's re ready to just dip out. And like, there's a knock on the door, the daughter's at the door and he's got the portal up ready, ready to, to leave that situation behind. And, when she mentions Pissmaster being her dad is when he stops. And the empathy that we rarely see in Rick comes forward. And I wonder if there's a moment where he thinks about his daughter, right? It, if Beth is standing outside that door 
how would he want someone to respond? So he puts on the helmet. He says a few words to to comfort her, and uh, it still it still sounds yeah. like you're going to do a bad thing. Is what, yeah, is what she says. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, because at that point he's not he's not committed to a plan of you know taking up the mantle of of Pissmaster or anything like that. He's just he's just trying to smooth out the situation, um, and you know that's not necessarily what Rick does all the time. <laughs> so. Uh, without, without a lot of explosions or, or death. So, um, yeah, I, I just, I thought it was a really interesting sequence. And then when he goes back and reads the note and thinks about, well, you know, maybe, maybe I could fix this, uh, for, you know, that public perception again, but also maybe give that girl out there. Uh, in an idea of her father that she wanted to have otherwise. So um, really, yeah, an interesting and different side of Rick uh, that uh, is, is pretty interesting to see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there's uh, something in my head that I that I keep having, like go in and and come back out, and I'm trying I'm trying to put it into words, and I, I get like. It's there, and I, I I keep forgetting it. Um, ah, shit. Keep talking, and I'll I'll interrupt you when when I'm ready when I'm ready to do it. <laughs> well, I I don't have too much more to speak on the on this subject. So, um, unless you want to talk about virtue signaling, uh, <laughs> no, yeah, no, I I uh, no, no. Let's let's move on. I'll I'll remember okay. in a little bit, but uh, well, it'll be the middle of favorite bits and be like, ah, oh oh, I remember I remember what it is now. There, there it is. There it is. I'm messing with my hair. That's what it is. The hair is my <laughs> the source of my my uh, focus. It's, it's your it's your sticky orb. And I already forgot what I was gonna say. So, um, <laughs> that's which isn't which isn't wholly un, untrue. I should have just said it uh, when I when I said it. Um, but yeah, it, it's uh shit. Damn it! I did forget it. I did. Oh, I remember now. Okay, it's when I I talked about it at the very very start of this, right? Was like I watched the fir- watched it the first time, cracking up when, uh, he's getting the the shit kicked out of him, right? Yeah. And like, and they're they're filming it. Everybody's they're they're watching it. Everyone's laughing at the bar. Everyone's laughing, right? And just 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 cracking up, like cracking up at like how how pathetic he is, and like he's like he's like crying when he's like apologizing to Summer and all that type of stuff. Yeah. And like, it's, it's hilarious the first time you watch it. And then I felt like it went a little too long the first time I watched it, but there, there's definitely moments where I was, I was laughing through it more. So the first time than the second, we are, we are, we are the viewers in that moment, basically watching a TikTok or Instagram video of this guy getting the shit kicked out of him. And we're, and we're laughing about it. Right. However long you laugh about it. It's not the point, yeah. but when you rewatch it, and I, I said it to you, I said it to a few people, like it hits differently. <laughs> yeah, uh, pun yeah. intended, fully, fully intended. Like when you watch that scene, knowing that dude's fate, uh, what what that dude um ends up doing, like it, it's it, like I I I I felt bad for this character that is not a real character. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like I felt yeah. bad for me, like shit. Like by well, you're like I I'm I'm an asshole for 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 thinking that's funny in that situation. 
And like, even more tragic to me is the line that he says just before he flies off, where he says, I apologize for sexualizing you. Uh, it came out wrong or something. Like, there's a line there where he basically, like, in his moment of taunting Rick and trying to get Rick to come out of the house so that he can have his his great fight with with Rick Sanchez, he with whatever adrenaline or piss flowing through his veins, right? Like he, he says something to summer about golden showers, which is interpreted a certain way. Maybe he didn't mean it in that way. I've certainly said things the wrong way before or a way that I did not intend it. But the reaction is immediate. Jerry's like, no, she's not going to be talked to that way. She summer's offended. The whole family's offended. And they fuel that like Jerry going out and fighting. And then summer revisits it numerous times throughout the online criticism and the promotion of Jerry's powers and things. I was, you did nothing when he was talking about wanting to pee on me and all this, whatever she says, like, he never said any of that, but she's like es escalating it at yeah, that yeah. point. Right. And so that makes it even more tragic to me that like, if it's genuinely something that he just happened to say, but didn't even necessarily mean that started the chain of events that results in the way that it does. Um, I, I, I can't assume that the writers didn't think about that when they, when they put that line in uh, as he's flying off. Yeah. And, and so I, I think the last thing we'll talk about on a serious note before we get into our favorite bits, <laughs> the best and worst episodes, uh, is, is I mentioned it with the virtue signaling and the moral grandstanding, stuff like that. Uh, Nikki, Nikki Chuck earlier talking about like, um, uh, what did you say? What did you, what did you say? What did you say? What did you say? If you're a good enough person to get a power orb, you should probably be able to forgive someone for making a lewd comment after they save 30 billion lives. So I think that's part of the commentary of the episode, right? Is the first time we watch it, we we know one part of the context of the situation. We as the audience, the viewer of this video, know the context of part of the, the situation, which is he made a lewd comment and Jerry did the right thing. He did he did it, he did a he great defended thing. the honor of his family. Defended the honor of his family. And, and his lavender bushes, if we're being honest. <laughs> right. He did he did a he did a good thing. In public opinion, Jerry did an amazing thing. Uh and then and then Jerry goes on to do other amazing things. He's doing other amazing things. He's he's saving billions and billions of lives himself, right? And the one thing he does is as a human, he's having a hard time uh accepting that that piss master is has turned good. Uh, and so Jerry in his humanity, which just because we have insecurities and we have flaws doesn't make us less good people. It's just that that's a part of us. And but but people are watching him and they're like, he's turning shit heel. And all of a sudden, this orb, which is supposed to know like the goodness of somebody's heart. That was the, the thing, right? Like, uh, we give it to the good of heart. It's that's that's not really how that that device works. It's just. It's the orb ship. They decide, ah, oh, we want this person to have it at this point in time. There's, there's nothing special about it other than like handing it to somebody. Yeah. Um, 
And and so, okay, so going back into the, the context, now we watch the episode again. Now we have a greater context of, of what's going on in that situation. Uh, we know that this this person has a family. He's got, he had a wife. He has a daughter, uh, which, you know, that, that brings up a whole thing. Like, what if he did mean the golden shower thing this summer? You know, he's got a daughter. Like, why is he not respecting women? You know, all, all the stuff, right? But we have that extra context. Now, as viewers, we... We know not just the the social media video that is 30 seconds of of uh, this kid getting his ass beat on the schoolyard. Now we have the extra 30 seconds at the front end that says, oh, the reason he was kicking somebody's ass in the schoolyard is because he's been bullied. He was bullied into that until that moment yeah. uh, where he lashed out the whole context. Uh, so I think. I think that's a big part of that. And like we see it within the family when they're with Rick, where they're like, they're going back and forth on him. Like, oh, good job. Good job. Oh, no, no. What the fuck? What are you? <laughs> they're like, oh, boo. Oh, yeah. Good job. Good job. Like they keep going back and forth, back and forth based off of what little context they have of the situation. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, thought yeah. a lot about this. That's good. <laughs> You've had a productive day thinking about this episode. I think that's good. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Let's move. Let's move on. Sorry, Travis. Don't apologize to me. I I'm think this sorry. is this is great. A um, couple of other notes before we get into our favorite bits. The season of Jerry continues. Uh, this this if if this season had a taste, it'd be very Jerry forward. Uh, <laughs> so I I don't know. It's uh, I don't know that Jerry's redeemed in this season, but he's definitely had a lot more opportunities to. I don't know defend himself, defend his family, and uh, he, he, he I don't know, get out in the limelight. He hasn't been written as, like, his his failures are, are not as Jerry as they've been in previous seasons. Like, it's, it's, yeah, yeah he's, 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 still, he's still failing upwards, it feels like. Never yeah. try, never fail. He, I mean, he, he was successful, but uh, circumstances outside of his control kept him from, from uh, succeeding. Same thing with like this orb thing, like the Rick stuff kind of made him fail. Uh, I mean, it, let, let's just real quickly going back to the season premiere, seeing the Cronenberg Jerry uh, it, with him with, with such high confidence. I think yeah. there was like a little bit that maybe just, you know, foreshadowing through through the season of just being like, hey, look, that's what a, a confident Jerry could look like. Where does it where does it lead potentially? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know if they'll revisit that or or how it will play out. I'm also curious if it will play out in other seasons too, or like, is this, is this a trend that's moving in a continuous direction or is this just going to be like a wave for a little while and then we get back to more pathetic Jerry again later on. Yeah, we'll see. We'll (laughs) see. Um, Also uh, in in, in an area I titled callbacks much, um, lots of, in-world, in-show callbacks, starting from the very beginning. We get Mr. Nimbus again, uh, a fan favorite, of, as we've we talked about. Very, very brief appearance. He also shows up uh, with Tagman at the end. Um, Dr. Wong returning again uh, with almost no, like, setup, right? Like, that's one of the things about all of these, these callbacks is if you have not been a longtime viewer of the show... Very easy to miss any, if not all of these, because they are not like spoon fed to 
the uh, the viewer, except for maybe the strawberry smiggles, um, <laughs> <laughs> which I have represented right here on the desk as well. Um, uh, yeah, we also see uh, Glenn, their neighbor, who makes random appearances. He's not called out by name, but they're definitely keeping with continuity that Glenn lives next door. Uh, and and yeah, Jerry's bees. A very offhand comment about Jerry's bees. Like, apparently, he's still keeping them. Uh, so so good for Jerry, uh, keeping them bees. They like the lavender, apparently. That's right. That's right. Uh, the uh, this may or may not be a reference uh, to to the episode. But uh, old man in the seat episode from from uh, a few seasons back, yeah. where where it it's it's basically the same episode that I got my golden Rickhead for, uh, <laughs> where where Rick is got to get that call back in every episode too, <laughs> which is Rick is sitting on on his throne in the secluded area, and he's the king of shit, and he made that made that area for. Uh, what was not his friend, he, but was really his friend, right? Uh, king of shit. Well, when they're in the bar and they're talking about the uh, the bartenders talking to the 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 female patrons and they're talking about the biggest pieces of shit that resonates a lot with Rick in that moment. Yeah, I don't know if that is an explicit or or very subtle reference to that. Yeah, that, but very. It would have been more on the nose if he like had a crown on. But otherwise, yeah, I, but it definitely it definitely helps you if 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 you've watched that episode or remember that episode, it. It it makes you have a better context of how Rick can feel that way about himself and uh, and and sort of. Uh, yeah, what, what you call it? Um, sure. I don't feel shit. for. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> favorite bits. Favorite bits. Uh, all right, let's get our favorite bits. Uh, one of my favorites, a line from early in the episode when he, he is, Rick is, uh, kept out of the galactic orb ship and, uh, he says, oh no, first I get banned from the next door app. Now this, uh, I would love to see Rick's next door posts. I think that'd be really funny. <laughs> such a, such an old, old, uh, white man, to, to be <laughs> complaining a next door app. I mean, there's a few Rick's on my next door app. I wouldn't mind getting banned either so you know that's fine uh i i'm glad you put this next one on there because i i forgot that line and i i just love the delivery of it uh when when jerry gets the orb he doesn't know exactly what to do it and they just stare at rick and uh he's like you know he's like hey orbs and goblets are your thing goblets <laughs> orbs and goblets like <laughs> When has this, there ever been a goblet in the show? There probably has been, but uh, yeah. yeah. Let uh, us know where you saw the goblet uh, at Rick and Morty Pod. Uh, it would probably be the 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 slut dragon episode if it if any plays. Probably. Yeah. Um, okay, so this this is for those Michael Crichton 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 fans. Another callback. Uh, yeah. On behalf of the Andromeda strain, is what Jerry is is trying is telling uh his master too. And that is that is a Michael Crichton novel, The Andromeda Strain. Uh, other than other than the the title, there's no really relevance to to that no. scene. The Andromeda Strain is about scientists. They're like in the desert, and then like an asteroid lands, and an all like the entire city the dies. Meteor hits. <laughs> the entire city dies except for an old man and a newborn baby. And like, why did these two people survive? 
And it turns out, spoiler alert for a novel that is over 30 years old, is that the old man in, uh, rapidly breathed, the baby was crying, rapidly breathing. And what the virus does is when you inhale it and then exhale it rapidly, it makes the virus inert. And so there you go. That is the plot of the Andromeda strain on Interdimensional Welcome RSS. To spoilers with Brandon and favorite bits. <laughs> okay. Uh, Planet of Hitlers. <laughs> You just wrote Planet of Hitlers. Yeah. Uh, there were there were some interesting Hitlers in the bunch. <laughs> Riddle Hitler me this. <laughs> we're just we're just letting all Hitlers in here now. Um, glad to see him gone. Uh, that line you don't shoot Batman in the Batman logo. Um, <laughs> talking about Rick being a drunk, pretty on the nose there. Um, Jezebel is paying for proof that Jerry is a bad person. It's her highest honor. Uh, yeah. So shout out to Jezebel. Um, if you want to listen to the pod, you get a tick reference. To... <laughs> yeah. Uh, any, uh, oh, the tick, the tick was such a great cartoon when I was, when I was a kid, man. Uh, just love, love it. The chair. Hmm. So good. All the, all the piss references, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Heat seeking piss aisles, uh, piss pops, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh. No one wants a piss pop. Uh, Zachmo pointing out throwback to Wasp Hitler was great. Yes. Yes. For, for, for sure. For sure. I, I caught that on the rewatch uh, in between my bouts of depression. I, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't notice that. So good catch. Good yeah. catch. Yeah. Honey is watching. Um, mentioned I love the orphans. Yeah. The, the whole orphan city. Uh, <laughs> like it was like ORPN was their, was their TV channel. Like they, <laughs> Uh, I just want to restate the fact that I'm eight years old and have no idea what I'm doing. The eight-year-old orphan bomb squad was was a big win for me. <laughs> piss pop, piss pop, piss pop, piss pop, piss pop. Uh, while we're talking about piss, uh, y'all ready to piss? Uh, just the banger written by uh, poor Ryan Elder. Um, I, I I was going through looking for uh, listener suggestions and short outs and other things. And saw the interaction that you had with Ryan Elder over on Twitter, uh, responding to a tweet that he had posted on October 5th, saying that uh, he wrote like the the most ridiculous song ever of his career, <laughs> the song he's the weirdest song he's ever had to score. And then he responded to that tweet uh, yesterday, saying that the, the episode was airing. And it's just shocking to me that he wrote that song a month and a half ago, like just, just barely two months ago. Um, yeah, that's what's congrats. Shocking. That's what's shocking to you. He 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 sent a picture of just a, a piece of lined notebook paper. The lyric sheet. His lyric sheet is like this is the lyric sheet. P P urine <laughs> number number one. He's like this is what I this is what I what I do. Uh, and he's like, I wonder I, if they're, I wonder if they're dropping that one on Spotify. Ooh, I, I wonder, I wonder. I, I think he said, I understated how ridiculous this song was. Um, anyways, shout out to Ryan Elder. <laughs> Good on you for having a, a consistent job, uh, writing music. Um, no, Jesus was a dinosaur is the uh, latest release. Too bad. A single. Yeah. Y'all ready for piss? Bum, 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 bum. Uh, I didn't see I didn't see this one. What's this what's this this chiseled dude about? 
Oh, really? I, I kind of wish I'd grabbed a screenshot for this, but uh, it's it's during the like press release where Jerry is accepting the keys to uh, the Mitsubishi spaceship. But if you look in the background of uh, the crowd that's watching, it's a bunch of like the weird alien models. Some of them have prop shown up in, in other episodes, but there's like all these weird aliens and then one really regular looking like handsome dude with like chiseled features and like his cell phone out like filming it. So there's just all these random aliens. And then. Keep talking. I'm, I'm listening. To it's you. not you. I don't think it's you. I don't I don't, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we stopped in the middle because. Uh, a posture check. Oh, do we get a posture check? We got a posture check. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the worst of these. Yeah, I'm yeah. not even in frame if I sit up straight. No, oh, you got to kind of like turn your angle yourself a little bit. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, so I didn't see a chisel dude, but but right on, right on. Uh, yeah, I'll find it. I did like I did like the piss me I'm Irish shirt that that one dude was wearing. Um, I may not buy that, but uh, I do have this manscape shirt, so it feels like the same thing. Uh, <laughs> Rick getting uh, flushed from the piss suit. Very very yeah. The- <laughs> Like, look at that guy in the background, right inside my ring light. Oh, man, is that is that Elder? That looks like I don't I don't know I don't know if it's supposed to be someone, but my camera's not focusing. Yeah, because that that's a that's a very very strange. Um, detail. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's supposed to be someone, because it's a bunch of random aliens. There is one human in like a spacesuit, and then there's that dude. So I don't know. I thought. <laughs> He just really stood out to me. Yeah, and they are standing. He looks familiar. He looks familiar. Yeah. Uh, okay. Maybe it's Scott Martyr. Uh, all right. Uh, piss me, I'm Irish. Uh, all the flamingo dad puns. Um, uh, <laughs> you're still doing posture checks. Uh, uh, his his flamingo fam uh, when he takes off and says lawn flamingo. Um, I just <laughs> I just I just loved all of those bits. Those are those are great to me. Um, yeah, there, there, there are some various other moments in the episode that, that I do think are, are, are funny and I can't remember them right now, but, um, I, I know we, we didn't list a few, so you let us know, Unity. Yeah, let us know. Do the homework for us, Unity. Which, which ones you loved. Uh, let's go into our best and worst parts. Last week we talked about, uh, Travis talked about how, he loves the best worst parts because he doesn't know which one is the best or worst part. I didn't read yours. So I'm reversing it on you. Uh, yes. Though. So this first one is, is mine. The piss master shit kicking scene is way worse on rewatch. Yeah, that is, that's not a best or worst part. It's just a very, again, like going back briefly, it's a context shifting aspect of it, which, which, which kind other than make me feel bad, like it is a very intelligent way of, of having that, that, that scene go. It gets uh, worse and worse on each rewatch. I think maybe um, that scene. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's very, it's very kind of ingenious. The, the way that that goes with the whole episode, but it's also the worst part because I don't know that I, I want to rewatch that scene anymore. Because yeah. it it, makes, it is very long, and I think it's deliberately long and drawn out as well. Yeah, to kind of 
I don't know, comment on the uncomfortableness of it. Legitimately uh, makes me sad. And I, I, what, like, I, I teared up a little bit for this, for this piss master dude. Uh, even, even talking about it earlier, I don't know what it, I don't know what is in my brain that is triggering things, but I'm like, there's something, there's something there. I should figure that out. So if anybody go talk to, Try therapy. If anybody knows any therapists uh, that, that want to talk to me about that. Dr. Wong. Let me know. Hit it, hit it up. Uh, here in the best and worst parts, uh, the galactic orb ship in general. Um, where do you think I'm landing on this one, Brandon? Uh, down. It's the worst for me. It's the oh, worst for okay. me. Uh, I just, I don't find them terribly interesting. Uh, it's not a, a collection of characters that I expect to see on any t-shirts or, um, will really think much of outside of, you know, any direct callbacks to this episode. Uh, I just, and I, I didn't think they were really endearing or anything. I think like as the show goes on, they become less and less of a noble and, and, you know, um, good organization and they just become sort of like a gag that doesn't really land for me. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I would, I, I, would, I would, I would concur with that. Even like the, the post credit scene. And I think maybe that that's the point of it is that they're not particularly interesting or special that uh, <laughs> they're, they're just, they're looking for other people to pull into their organization. Uh, and then uh, one, when they talk about Mr. Nimbus, which is, is a highlight. Uh, of course, Mr. Nimbus shaking is 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 Wang. It's always a is always a highlight. But like like yeah, we I oh I already reached out to his reps and they say he's really busy, and like he's too he's too good for their their orb ship. And yeah. and and the one guy's like oh like we don't have stuff going on, <laughs> like that that's the point is no, that they they are uninteresting. You don't. You don't. Um, but I will I will counteract my my worst part with my best part, which. Uh, I'm going to give credit to the sound mixing uh, in this oh. in this episode, uh, particularly a couple of effects, uh, audio effects, uh, one being the sound of the piss hitting the windows uh, in, in the appearance of Pissmaster. Yeah, uh, they just perfectly capture that sound. I don't know what Foley artist was involved, uh, but the sound of a stream of of liquid hitting a pane of glass uh it's very specific but they definitely went the extra mile to make sure to capture it there uh and then also uh the sound of the microwave turning on in the other room uh like if you if you're if you don't have the volume turned up you may you might miss it uh but it's it's spot on it sounds great so so kudos to uh whoever mixed the uh the sound on this episode because you did a great job yeah, I I agree I agree with the the piss on windows because I when when I when I heard that I'm like man that is that's exactly the sound that needs to be made with any kind of liquid like splat like when you're like washing uh say like washing the car or something or you go through a car wash and you hear like the on the it's just it's they they nailed it they nailed it they nailed it. I wish I, I could. It. I wish I could be. I could work. I wish I could see them. I could. I can observe them doing that in their natural Foley habitat on the planet of Foley artists. Anyway, 
those are our best and worst parts. Uh, I'm sure you have your own. Please shoot those to us or don't shoot them to us, but, uh, or just join our Twitch chat weekly and <laughs> let us know. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that, I think that, I think that should do it for this episode. Travis, do you have anything else that you want to say? No, I was just trying I, to find. I do have one more thing to say, but I was, I was, I was scrubbing through the credits to see if I, I could actually find the name of the person that did the sound editing. Uh, but I'm having a hard time. So, so kudos to whoever you are. Uh, I'm sure Ryan knows you. Uh, let have Ryan Elder tell you congratulations. Um, listeners, Jordan and Shortouts is the only other thing I was going to say, unless you have have something else you're holding on to. Uh, no, I'll I'll save the last thing for for saying goodbye. So okay, okay. Uh, well, um, a big shout out this week to uh, everybody over over in the Twitch chat. Um, Honey is watching. Uh, first time uh, catching the stream live. First time chatter. Uh, great input, great insights. Thank you so much uh, for 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 being part of the show live. Uh, Nikki Chuck, Zach Mo, uh, I think we have a couple other folks in here too. But um, just really, really great conversation happening uh, in the chat uh, throughout the episode. We we did not obviously have have the opportunity to to get into all of it uh, during during the podcast, but we really appreciate you guys hanging out and participating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we look forward to focusing our t- attention directly towards you in the Twitch only post show happening right after we finish this episode. So stick around. Uh, and thanks to everybody that uh, follows us over on Twitch. Right after this, this episode, the very, very last thing I want to say, Travis is, Hey, all of you listeners out there, thank you so much for, for listening. You're all, you're all the best. And it, you know, like, if anybody out there needs any help or any, any thoughts or knows anybody that may need help. Uh, so they, they put this, they put this number at the end there, nine, eight, eight. If you're in the U S uh, you can text or call for the, the crisis hotline. So right. just, I want to make sure I put that out there uh, because it, it is, it is important. So right. uh, that is all we have for today tonight <laughs> and then, until next week when we talk about king mortor's court uh i'm brandon i'm travis and we will see you then goodbye War Spray. say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.